This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It is 5.07. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn and Sharmila. First up, uh, from tomorrow onwards, all of us will be able to register to become organ donors on MySajatra. So we're looking into this, uh, why it matters, and also how to boost organ donor numbers. So um, Sharmila is kind of on the line with us. She's At this point, I would usually hand it over to her to explain what's going on. We're just going to attempt it. Sharmila? Can you guys hear me? Yes, you are no Lovely. longer just uh, a, a speaking into the void. I was is... no longer lost in in the abyss that is Zoom sometimes. <laughs> um, but yes, this is actually a topic I'm I'm very passionate and invested in, passionate about and invested in. So yesterday, Health Minister Kairi Jamaluddin uh, announced that the MySajatra app would incorporate an organ donor pledge registration feature, and that's going to be available starting tomorrow, the sixth of September. And according to Kairi, um, particularly important because Malaysia. Asia is among the 10 countries with the lowest organ transplant rates in the world in 2021. Uh, so there's actually been a decrease from 5.64 organ transplants done per million population in 2020 to 2.84. So that's nearly a half um, of what it used to be uh, in 2021, according to the Global Observatory on Donation and Transplantation. And Kyrie said that this very low rate basically resulted in the government being forced to spend a lot of money on hemodialysis for end-stage kidney failure patients. Uh, he pointed out that overseas, these patients would go for transplants. But in Malaysia, because the donor rate is so low, there aren't that many options. And the impact of this is that there are over 10,000 patients still waiting to get an organ donation in Malaysia. Um, you know, since 1975, only 2,700 transplant cases involving organ donation have been carried out, even though from 97 up until today, the number of pledges stands at well over 500,000. So there is a disconnect here and there are also multiple reasons. I mean, as a station, we've been talking about organ donations, organ transplants for a very long time. And whenever we do, there will be a fair number of comments about the, the myriad reasons why people feel a little bit hesitant to do this, whether it's because it's not top of mind, whether it's because of cultural reasons, religious reasons. So I, I guess those are some of the things that we're hoping to um, hoping to address later. But in terms of convenience, I think that's where the Mysajatra thing is supposed to kick in, right? Because the minister did, uh, you know, he's urging people to do this, um, saying that the pledge will be on the health ministry's records and can be shown to uh, next to kin in the event that something unfortunate does happen. Yes, and speaking as someone who is an organ donor but has also um, lost my organ donor card, I feel like having a digitized uh, act digitized and easily accessible record of it is actually a really good initiative to carry out. Yes, um, so yeah, same thing because I'm also a registered organ donor would carry the card very proudly in my wallet, a wallet that was stolen during the pandemic. So I have no idea now who's carrying that card. But I've always assumed that it sits on the records, right? That there is a registry and therefore if anything does happen, that that will be available. But I think this whole idea, even that mention of next of kin, is something that, that's quite pertinent here because you also hear of, of that happening, of the family being unaware that a pledge has actually taken place and therefore not being very comfortable with the idea of a donation. Um, overall, a great thing. 
I did want to add an, a small addendum, though, which is that this is part of the ongoing unfolding mystery of what is to happen to my Sajatra mm-hmm. now that it's no longer fulfilling the role it was originally created for. Yeah, so I realised, I mean, I don't have children, right? But I did realise that when we had those hand, foot and mouth disease outbreaks, uh, a number of friends of mine who were parents were actually using my Sajatra to figure out which areas had issues. And yeah, I mean, if this is the direction that we're going to move in, I can cautiously see some value. Still not the biggest fan of having to use an app and, and keep track of all of this, but but okay, I will give props for this idea. Yes, so two separate things. One, yeah. organ donation and making it easier to register, only a good thing. On the other hand, my Sajatra, what is it anyway? This <laughs> is a continuously unfolding situation. But let us know. Um, we're talking about the fact that from tomorrow onwards, the app My Sajatra is going to have an organ donor pledge registration feature. And we'd like to hear from you. Have you signed up to be an organ donor? And if you haven't, if you'd like to share, what's stopping you? Call us, 7733-2900, WhatsApp, or send us a voice note at 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. After this, we'll be speaking with Chiu Hongling, who is a social activist as well as an organ donor. So keep it here on the Evening Edition, BFM 89.9. Best Flipping Moments, BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It is 5.13. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn and Sharmila. And we're starting off our show today with a bit of a PSA on organ donation. Uh, This is coming up because the Health Minister has announced that MySajatra is going to incorporate an organ donor pledge registration feature starting tomorrow, which is good news. But it comes alongside some bad news, which is mostly to do with the fact that we are um, very low in terms of uh, organ transplantation rates, you know, there, there are questions about why the number of our pledges remains rather low. So that's what we're trying to explore. Uh, let us know, have you signed up to be an organ donor? And if you haven't, what's stopping you? You can call us 7733-2900, WhatsApp or send us a voice note 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. On the line with us now is Chiu Hongling, a social activist and organ donor herself. Uh, she was appointed as an organ donation ambassador back in 2013. Uh, Hongling, good to have you with us. Hi, hi, hi. Can you hear me well? Yes, yes, you're coming through loud and clear. Um, So tell us a bit about the work that you do when it comes to advocacy for organ donations. Yeah, I I personally donated part of my liver, uh, 60% of my liver in uh, 2009 uh, to someone I didn't know at that time. So basically, um, having gone through that myself, uh, it has been easier for me to promote organ donation. Uh, I've promoted organ donation since like 1993 in school. Uh, And at that moment, I think people just do not like the idea of organ donation at all, Uh, probably because the awareness was still very low and uh, it is uh, difficult for them to accept that concept of uh, organ donation. Now, moving forward now, it is much easier thanks to um, mass media, public uh, uh, awareness like all these uh, radio talk shows yeah uh, people are thinking now yes or not uh, yet uh, I, I i heard your your session from just now you know the the rate has been still low uh, mainly because there is no motivation to actually sign the card uh, at the moment yeah if we go back to when you first decided to register talk to us about what led you to doing that why did you choose to yeah uh, I didn't have much thoughts in my mind, you know. I was like, 
why not? <laughs> and I just signed up. And at that time, uh, the, we even didn't have the National Transplant Resource Center as yet. Uh, so I had to like uh, pledge my eyes with the Malaysian Association for the Blind, pledge my kidneys with the um, Kidney Foundation, you know. And uh, in 1997, uh, they started to have this National uh, Transplant Resource Center where everyone can pledge in one place. Yeah, so basically, um, since then, I've already been promoting organ donation. Uh, if you ask me, probably will be the wrong person to ask. Probably you must ask those who did not sign up as organ donors. And why do they, uh, are they not signing up? Hmm. So take talk us through the process then from the time that you pledged your organs until you were matched with a recipient. Um, okay, uh, for living donors like me, uh, basically, someone needed the organ, and I got that an email uh, saying someone needed the organ, which which you know forwarded emails. I I thought they needed blood, you know. So I I told the person, yes, uh, I can donate. My I I'm O positive. <laughs> I told the the person on that email, and he said, yeah, we still need, but not blood is liver, and and I I got shocked actually. But then uh, I've been promoting organ donation for a long time. Uh, it didn't occur to me any taboo or anything like that. So I was asking myself, uh, instead of asking myself why donate, I asked myself, why not? And I, I couldn't really find much answers to that question. Uh, so I, I, I carried on with it. How did your family members respond to your decision to register as a donor? Were there concerns and how did you address those concerns? Yeah, My mom was actually very afraid. But uh, since my parents divorced since I was very young, uh, uh, so my father is the decision maker, not my mother, fortunately. But then uh, after understanding the issues of uh, how the donor actually needed the liver and none of the family members uh, could uh, donate because uh, of uh, a different blood type or age reason. yeah. So basically my mom was quite supportive after that. My father, being a Chinese physician himself, Saving lives is uh, actually part of his life, right? So basically, he his concern was only like my health. Um, and then uh, during the uh, during the medical checkup, uh, I was diagnosed. I, I then at at that time, then only I knew that I was born with one kidney, and my father's concern was uh, about my health. That's all. Uh, but once the doctor cleared and uh, understood the situation and said uh, it is safe for me to donate the liver. Then uh, he was okay, a very easy, a very easy process. So I'm very uh, grateful to have very supportive parents. So you've been talking about this for a long time. You've been meeting people, discussing it. And um, in my experience, right, we hear of a number of reasons raised for why people are uncomfortable with the whole notion. It includes religious, cultural beliefs. Some people are just squeamish. Um, what are some of the reasons that people tend to share with you? Yeah, uh, in fact, I always tell people, uh, for people who are reluctant to put their signature on an organ donor card, uh, it's like converting their religion. <laughs> you know, it's how difficult to convert someone. Uh. So basically, I think uh, we just need to give them a lot of information. They will ask a lot of questions like whether their religion allow it, you know. Um, of course, uh, the fatwa said yes, but who am I to say, you know, your religion said yes. So we can always ask them to ask their own uh, religious leaders so that they are more comfortable with their advice. Uh, basically, other things are mostly fears. Fears including like, uh, say, for example, um, after death, will they feel pain? That kind of 
fission uh, occur? Um, like, um, will will they incur cost to it? Um, to 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 give their organs? Yeah. Um, will will the body be given back to the family for uh, cremation or, or funeral? Yeah. Um, mostly are the fears after death. Yeah. So basically, most people, especially the young ones, if you look at the statistics, uh, uh, young people are the ones uh, highest uh, in, in uh, pledging their organs. So young people understood, young people think it is okay. Uh, but I have also seen uh, older people who want to donate, yet their children, <laughs> uh, their children do not allow. I've seen that as well. Yeah. Ah, so what does happen if your family doesn't support the decision to uh, donate your organ, can they stop the donation from going ahead? Yeah. Uh, in Malaysia, we are in the concept of giving. So we hope people will give their organs instead of us taking the organs. So basically, uh, it's the next of kins who will decide on whether they can donate the organs successfully upon death. Well, I always advise people to talk to your family members, even though you have signed the card, Mainly because you cannot die one day uh, and then wake up again to say, hello, I want to donate organ and die again. You know? <laughs> I always tell that. So basically, um, it's a good thing to discuss. So basically, sometimes I also create things like a bracelet, uh, maybe a green ribbon, you know. When they go home and they take it out, sometimes family members will ask, hey, what is this green ribbon? What is this bracelet about? You know, And they might start a discussion with it. So basically, hopefully, that discussion will not just um, encourage one or two, maybe all of them will sign up as organ donors. How has becoming a donor changed your perspective or your outlook on life? Uh, I always tell people as long as uh, things, as long as I won't die, eh, uh, I will try something. Say, for example, I will try some adventures, you know, uh, and... Once I was like, you know, on the operation bed, operation theater, and that that at that moment, uh, you have uh, that risk of dying. Uh, once you break through that uh, fear of death, I think from now on, it, it, it looks to me like I can try anything. So uh, to me, uh, it has given me a lot of joy, joy of giving. That, that's definitely... Uh, and at the same time, uh, perhaps one thing I must share is that uh, when my parents divorced, they never met each other. But because I had to have the operation in the hospital, both of them have to come and see me, right? So both of them actually, after that, sat together and have dinner. So to me, instead of giving that part of the liver, I actually received much more. So to me, I always uh, advocate uh, giving and receiving as well. We've seen only 2,700 transplants taking place in Malaysia since 1975. And this is despite us having over 500,000 donor pledges. Mm -hmm. Can you help us understand why this can be an extremely long and difficult process? You see, those who actually pledge their organs are healthy people. Uh, because they love giving, they take care of their own um, uh, organs uh, and health. And at the same time, uh, it also depends on uh, how you die. Uh. Uh, say, for example, if you die in an ICU, yeah, where all the machines are still available for the transplant to take place, then you will be successfully donating your organs. Pledging doesn't mean uh, 
success uh, story uh, uh, upon death. So uh, it also depends on the people waiting for organs. Say, for example, I have pledged to donate only kidneys. Uh, but kidneys is not a good example anyway. Kidneys, like we have like 40 over thousand people waiting for kidneys now. Uh. Uh, say, for example, you want to donate your heart. But upon death, no one uh, in the waiting list has the same blood group, for example, or matching. So they couldn't take your heart, you see. Uh, they cannot be like, uh, you pledge to donate your heart, they will keep your heart for a long time. Uh, they won't. They are looking at the waiting list, uh, depending on whether people need it. Yeah. And uh, kidneys, yes, kidneys, uh, if you donate two kidneys, you actually save four lives. Uh. <coughs> two people can be off the dialysis. So each one can get one kidney. And then two people who were off the dialysis, another two kidney patients actually can go for the dialysis uh, process. So you actually save four lives. So uh, I hope uh, more people will touch their kidneys as well. So we're talking to you today because MySajatra, the option to do, to yeah. register MySajatra will kick in tomorrow. And that's obviously going to make the barrier to entry so much lower, right? Because it's just on your phone. Um, do you think this is going to lead to an increase of registrations? Uh, in fact, um, uh, beginning tomorrow, you can actually register on MySajatra and they are not giving you the card. It is registered there. Yeah, But the registration... Uh, is already on my Jatra for, for some time, since COVID time. And uh, in fact, uh, that was, if I'm not mistaken, uh, that was in 2020. And we have seen an increase uh, of 46,000 uh, uh, pledges uh, from jumping from tw uh, 2019 to 2020. I, I, I would believe that uh, that was, that jump, uh, uh, one is one of the biggest jump uh, um, uh, of, uh, from year to year we have seen, uh, probably because of my Sujatra. But I have already advocated that people should also uh, indicate their interest for organ donation in their driving license instead. Many countries have been using that, yeah, like Spain, uh, uh, Japan, US. Yeah? And uh, I feel that... Uh, all drivers, uh, since we have fatality road accidents uh, and fatality rate is high uh, on the road, I believe uh, if we get all the driving licenses, uh, when they renew their license, ask them whether they would like to donate organs, that would actually help to increase even more. So in addition to that, um, I, I think the driving license idea is actually a really great one. Uh, but what other changes or improvements would you like to see made to this registration and donation system? Mm -hmm. uh, in other countries, like even our uh, closest neighbor in Singapore, they also have an opt-out option. Meaning to say, uh, ours is opt-in. Uh, you want to donate, you register to donate. Opt-out means you don't want to donate, you go and tell the government you don't want to donate. And that actually has increased uh, in uh, uh, organ donation uh, in many countries. But I would also understand that the, the religion concern and the cultures uh, that we have might be different from other countries. So basically, there are a lot more other uh, considerations before we come to that decision. In closing, um, what advice would you have for people who are considering it but haven't yet made the decision to sign up? Considering but not made a decision to sign up. Mm. What are you waiting for? 
Signing up is so easy, not just uh, online. Uh, you can go online, dermaorgan.gov.my, uh, or you can now go to My Sejahtera, which is so easy and simple. It just takes like few minutes of your time. Uh, some of you might be afraid of your uh, <coughs> data protection and stuff. Don't worry about that. You are ready to give your life and your and your organs. Uh. Uh, what what about just, you know, just a few names and uh, IC numbers is okay. Okay. Hong Ling, thank you so much for speaking with us today. Thank you. Thank you very much. That was Chu Hong Ling, a social activist and organ donation ambassador, talking to us about why we should donate our organs. What are we waiting for? That's the question. And this is coming as uh, from tomorrow onwards. Uh, the My Sajatra app is going to incorporate an organ donor pledge registration feature. In other words, that it'll be there, right? Rather than in a card that both... Um, both hosts of the show have managed to lose. So <laughs> therein lies that answer. But um, let us know, we're asking, have you signed up to be an organ donor? And if you haven't, what's stopping you? Uh, you can call us, double seven double three two nine hundred. WhatsApp or send us a voice note at 018-789-8899. And of course, tweet us at BFM Radio. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.